0: Hey friends, welcome to the Publish, Promote, Profit podcast. I'm Rob Kosberg and every week I show you how to use a best-selling book to grow your income and your impact. And if you're interested in having your own best-selling book, I recorded a short video explaining our trademark process at beginmybook.com. I got kind of a part two message for you today, part two on using your book your best-selling book to get on other people's platforms and get what you want, which I have some really unique uh, examples that I wanted to share with you. I talked to a couple of clients this past week that couldn't be any more different, but they're using their books in really cool, incredible ways to get referrals, get speaking engagements, land clients, uh, and, and, and do like some really, really cool things. And so it, it followed up from my previous talk with you on building your platform. And I thought, hey, there's so many more ways to do it. Let me give you some additional examples of it. So today, we're going to talk about using your best-selling book to continue to grow your platform so that you can get speaking engagements, so that you can get referrals from great referral sources, so that you can continue to make an impact and an income with your best-selling book. So I was on the phone this past week with two uh, really cool clients of mine, uh, Dr. James Stockson. And uh, James is, I like to call him the chiropractor to the stars uh, because he's worked with over a thousand uh, professional tours. And I'm talking about the Beyonce tour, you know, up and down, every other kind of music from rock, et cetera. He has this wall of just backstage passes which is really cool. And, and he does uh, a lot of the work with those tour companies and and STARS. Uh, and also Mark uh, Garine. And Mark, very, very different than, than James. Uh, Mark is a treasure hunter. Uh, he's an inventor and a treasure hunter, uh, starting from over 30 years ago, working with Mel Fisher. Uh, we helped both uh, uh, Dr. James and Mark to do their books. And I had two conversations with them that really apply to this idea of using your book to grow your platform. So I thought I would do a couple of things. One, I want to share specifically what they're doing. Here's the cool thing. I actually did video with them. So when those videos are done, I'll go ahead and post those and and put them on YouTube as well so that you can see those. Um, But I also thought I'd share kind of a step-by-step plan, a couple simple things that you should be doing on a regular basis with your book to follow in the footsteps of both uh, Dr. James Stockson, as well as Mark Garine. Okay, so let's start with with James. I already shared with you what James does. He's a chiropractor, uh, but specifically his book is on thoracic outlet syndrome. I was telling a client earlier today that I was talking to that, you know, we've done a thousand plus books. and, And so I know like, just enough to make me like incredibly dangerous. I don't really know all the details of what thoracic outlet syndrome is, but I can say it right and it sounds good. Anyway, he works uh, kind of as a concierge doctor and helps people to avoid surgery that have like uh, serious issues that are perhaps undiagnosed and could be this thoracic outlet syndrome. He speaks and he, he tends to speak all over the world, but he told me something really interesting he said, you know, Rob, uh, I speak in front of these large medical conferences, and uh, these are not my words, nor is it my thinking, but this is what he shared with me and many other chiropractors have shared with me that are our clients, is that oftentimes medical doctors, MDs, actually look down on those in the chiropractic field. They don't often consider them you know, eye to eye with them. Whether that's true or not, I don't know. I'm not a chiropractor myself, but I have heard a number of my clients say that. And because of that, having a book helps them to elevate their status and authority in a space. What he shared with me is he tends to, you know, speak at a few of these conferences uh, over the years and overseas, and uh, he's never landed a keynote speech where literally, you know, the main speech, which is Typically, right after the the introduction, it's the the main speaker, one hour speech. And he's always ended up with good opportunities, but these are opportunities that are like, um, you know, side opportunities where it's a small breakout room or something like that. So, what he decided to do, and this is both gutsy and I thought, you know, really powerful and a great example for you if you're a speaker is he had a number of speaking uh, opportunities before him. And what he decided to do was rather than accept those speaking opportunities, he sent an email. This is brilliant. Uh, and this was all him. He sent an email and he said, um, you know, thank you so much. It was actually uh, his assistant that sent the email, not him, which is powerful because that's part of the positioning Right, that you want to, you know, you want to frame who you are as a best-selling author and as an authority in your space. So he had an assistant send an email response: "Hey, thank you so much for for reaching out uh, to Doctor Stockson about this speaking opportunity. Um, however, Doctor Stockson, uh, you you may or not may or may, or may, or may not know that Doctor Stockson, uh, you know, recently wrote the the best-selling book on thoracic outlet syndrome." and has become uh, you know, a, a very uh, wanted and desired speaker. So uh, what Dr. Stockson's team has decided is that Dr. Stockson would only accept speaking engagements that are keynotes and that are the main speech after the initial introduction. I thought, well, that's gutsy for a guy that's never done a keynote that has always kind of been relegated to you know, one of the sidebar uh, breakout rooms he told me that he did this with a number of speaking opportunities that he had coming up these were speaking opportunities that he had been setting up for a year in advance and he reached out to them and and started building this relationship they wanted him to do one of these breakout rooms he then had the team get back and say sorry dr stockson is no longer interested in a breakout since he's become a best selling author every single one of those speaking opportunities there were seven of them uh, all told got back to him and said oh, we're so happy to hear about you uh, now being an international bestseller. We would love to offer you the keynote opportunity. And he literally went from uh, every single one, seven different cities. I mean, in Abu Dhabi, uh, in, um, in Scotland, uh, he, he shares the, the number of different ones that he got. But it was gutsy on his part because he would have lost the opportunity, right? He was kind of throwing, you know, throwing all of his cards in, so to speak, right? He was saying this is all or nothing but he said you know either i get the keynote or i'm not interested well he got the keynote uh at every one of these speaking opportunities and from that and and you know because he's these are and these are medical conferences with md's that are You know, being taught by Dr. Stockson as a chiropractor on thoracic outlet syndrome. And from that has come an amazing opportunity to build this referral-based business because he's getting the keynote now, not just a sidebar kind of breakout room. So I thought it was really gutsy of him to do that. And I think that that is a fantastic strategy to get in front of not just a, you know, look, any speaking opportunity is a decent speaking opportunity if The right people are in the room, but when you're gutsy and when you have the book as your positioning tool, you can say, hey, it's all or nothing for me and not feel bad about that, right? Just just today, uh, I got an email and someone uh, sent me an email that was referred to me and said, you know, Rob, uh, this is what your your pricing is. Uh, I'm willing to do it for this price, but not the price that you offer. And I said, well, that's great, but this is the price that we offer. Uh, and I can do that because we have a constant flood of new clients coming in from published book profits. So you don't have to uh, bargain when you have the authority, credibility, and the flow that's coming in because of your best-selling book. So I thought that was really intriguing. The other thing that Doctor Stockson did, which was really very very interesting, is uh, he wanted to get himself into uh, ongoing uh, uh, trade journals, magazines. Uh, scientific journals, et cetera, because there's a great deal of kind of authority and credibility in these medical journals, especially if he as a chiropractor can can be in these uh, journals. Now, this is something we do on a regular basis. In fact, just 30 minutes ago, uh, Eva Marie, one of our, our publicists here, said, hey, Rob, I want to show you something. And this is um, the NRCA professional roofers magazine. It's a beautifully done magazine. It doesn't matter what, I'm I'm showing you this because it doesn't matter what industry you're in, there are professional journals and professional magazines for that industry. And this is a client we did a book for, runs an eight-figure roofing company, and we did a book on roofing. And he coaches roofers and and helps roofers to grow their business. And we got him this beautiful spread in the magazine here and and got this, uh, this placement with him. That's him right there as you know, one of the key authors uh, and the best-selling author of, of his book, uh, which is uh, Start It, Build It, Grow It, The Contractor's Guide to Success. And so it doesn't matter what industry you're in. There, there are magazines and trade journals for your industry right now. I wanted to show you that because you know it doesn't matter that you're, you're not a doctor. If you're a roofer, it, if you're an accountant, whatever, if you're a financial advisor, there are great trade journals for you to get in. So what Dr. Stockson did was also very bold and very cool. He reached out to a number of these uh, trade journals, these medical journals, because uh, of his uh, recent launch of his book on thoracic outlet syndrome. He let them know that he was the best-selling author of this book and that this was a new approach, the, the human spring approach to dealing with thoracic outlet syndrome, and asked them if they would be interested in him writing an article or something like this. Now, he, he, he's, a, he's a hard worker. And so he reached out to dozens of these different uh, trade journals and magazines, uh, medical journals and magazines, and got dozens of responses back of, of people that were interested. Now, here's what he did. He did a bit of a takeaway, but I love this strategy. He, he again, similar to what he did with the speaking engagement is he got back to them, had his assistant get back to all of these inquiries now, right? These inquiries came from him reaching out initially, but then they started inquiring and saying, yes, please send us an article. We'd love to publish you, etc." because you're a best-selling author on the topic. And he had his assistant get back and say, you know what, since Dr. Stockson has become an international bestseller on this topic, the number of people reaching out, which is not false, right? It's not a lie. The number of people reaching out has grown exponentially. So Dr. Stockson can't write individual articles for every one of your trade journals. So the team has gotten together, same thing, same kind of speech. The team has gotten together and decided that the only magazines that Dr. Stockson will um, write an article for, an individual standalone article, are trade journals, medical journals, magazines that he has been put on the editorial board of, okay? So so get this. He had never been on an editorial board of any of these, but in the medical community, that is a great honor. In fact, uh, he tells this whole story about, um, I don't know if you know who Dr. Bob Goldman is, but he's a famous Doctor and uh, how you know Dr. Uh, Bob is, is a mentor of, of uh, Dr. James Stockson. and he literally called him and said, "How are you doing this?" I waited my whole career to be asked to be on the editorial board of, of one or two of these medical journals. And Dr. James got listed on, 18, 18 different medical journals as part of the editorial board. Because he said he would not give them the very thing that he wanted, which was an article, uh, you know, on their, uh, in their trade journal, in their magazine, etc. Very gutsy, very gutsy, right? Because they all could have said no, and then he would have been out that opportunity. But now, not only does he have the opportunity to to give that, but now he is on the editorial board of 18 different medical journals. I mean, I don't know how he's going to find the time to do all the things that he needs to do. He has, he he's overflowing with opportunity. Let me share with you before I talk about margarine, let me share with you what this has led to. So what as a as a, a concierge doctor uh, on uh, thoracic outlet syndrome, if you don't know what that means, in essence what that means is what Dr. Stockson does is not covered under insurance. And so as a concierge um, you know, medical professional, someone has to write him a check. So, generally speaking, he deals with more wealthy clients that can write him a check for $10,000, $20,000, $35,000 for the things that he can do for them. Okay, so, you know, and, and he doesn't have to hassle with insurance, He doesn't have to worry about, you know, dealing with Medicare or any of that kind of stuff that a normal doctor has to deal with and has an entire department set up to deal with that stuff. Here's what it's done for him. He now has medical professionals from all over the country that are referring him clients because he's on the editorial board of various magazines, because he's been featured in these magazines, and because he got the keynote at these very speeches. These are doctors that he doesn't ever remember meeting, but they saw him on stage or they saw him in the magazine. So he's telling me a story really specifically, Uh, you know, just uh, here in Los Angeles, uh, a medical doctor and Dr. Stockson is in Chicago. A medical doctor referred him to a, uh, uh, referred her, his client, uh, a, a woman here in Los Angeles, to Dr. Stockson, basically said, look, I think you have this problem. I don't fix this problem. We don't solve this problem. But this guy wrote a best-selling book on it. He's on the editorial board. I, I think you need to call him. She called him. Uh, th- this was an ongoing treatment that was upwards of $30,000, a check for $30,000. And she flew from Los Angeles and continues to fly from Los Angeles to Chicago to get her needs met and, and get taken care of and, and get this problem and this issue solved. All of this because of how he has positioned himself on other people's platforms for referrals, okay? So if you, and and you just have to think outside the box just a little bit, if you are trying to build a referral-based business, then you need to think in terms of who are the right people that can refer me, and you have to position yourself as an authority on your magic in front of them, okay? Now, the cool thing about it is Whereas I'm positioning myself in front of millions of people every month, and it costs a lot of money to do that, you, if you're looking for a referral-based business, might only need to position yourself in front of 1,000 people or 5,000 people on a monthly basis. And if you can, in their eyes, be the authority, be the best-selling author, the credible expert, then they're going to refer their best clients to you to get their problem taken care of that's exactly what's happening with Dr. Stockson and it's not just happening once or twice it's happening in an incredible way and exploding his practice as I said, I did a, like a 30 minute video with Dr. Stockson so I'll be posting that so you can see and kind of hear directly from him exactly what he's doing but I wanted to share this with you because all that he's doing to explode his practice is positioning himself on other people's platforms for speaking for articles and for referrals. And those three things by themselves, no paid traffic, right? No paying money to Facebook or, or any of that stuff, those things have exploded his practice. Number two, Mark Garine. I love what Mark uh, does. It's very interesting, it's very intriguing. He's the treasure hunter that I told you about, who's been working for 30 to 40 years, starting, you know, as a young man with, with Mel Fisher, who's kind of the famous, you know, treasure hunter, American treasure hunter. And so, Mark and his brother have been treasure hunting all over the world for 30 to 40 years. If you don't know anything about that business, you should get his best selling book. But here's how the business works basically, they find a wreck and they do all the historical research on it so they know what the wreck was you know, what the cargo was, etc. When they find that wreck, they then have to go to investors to raise the money so that they can go out there and take care of business and get the the investors a return on investment. Now, as you might imagine, this is a very high risk type venture, right? This isn't an investor that is looking to put his money in treasury bills uh, or even the stock market, which of course, the stock market is pretty high risk these days too. But, but you know that's going to return 5% or 10%. This is a high risk investment. And so trust and building authority in people's eyes is of utmost importance. So here's what they've done. They've used their book to position themselves in front of the right investment people, just this past year, the book launched maybe a year or so ago, and just this past year, we, we spoke just last week, and I said, hey, give me a recap. What's going on? What have you done with the book? Well, he his goal, one of his goals, was to do a raise for this $1.5 million treasure hunting boat that they would be able to use because they have several wrecks off the coast of Florida that they're going to be uh, hunting uh, this summer. And in fact, my son who's my videographer is probably going to fly out there and, and do some video work with him, which, you know, how cool is that, right? At 19. Anyway, um, so what they've done is they've used the book to position themselves in front of the investors, to put a, a like human element, uh, you know, uh, on top of this, this desire uh, for return on investment. He says in the past, what would happen Is people were just looking at the dollars and cents, and they would have to decide from the pro forma or whatever it is they call it, whether or not they can trust, you know, Mark and his brother to actually do what they're going to say. And of course, not every single wreck becomes this, you know, massive money maker. Some do and some don't. So what they've done is is he has added this this human element of giving every one of his potential uh, investors a copy of his book before they have the opportunity to invest. And he said that because of that, the number of people that are willing to invest with them has like, gone through the roof. And in fact, they had this project, as I shared with you a minute ago, that they've been looking to raise money for for years and haven't been able to get people to buy in. And that was buying this $1.5 million new treasure hunting boat. And they raised that. Uh, because of the book, because of these new investors from just a handful of investors in a period of a couple of months, $1.5 million to buy this. Now they have these three wrecks that they're going to be treasure hunting, as I said, off the coast of Florida and a number of other places. And I thought, how unique, right? Using the book, because the book doesn't give a pro forma on the new opportunity, but it, it puts a human element. It, it gets them to trust you as the expert and the trusted advisor. And of, and of course, if you know anything about, uh, you know, if, you, if you've been on these videos or if you've heard me talk, you know, a number of my clients have done this. Dr. Amir Balouch, in a period of less than six months, raised $2 million. Uh, he's a doctor and uh, and was looking to raise money for his real estate investing business, completely separate from being a doctor. He's an anesthesiologist. And he raised $2 million using his book from, from medical professionals that he did not know, right, using his book. So this is a great way to put a human face, uh, a human element with people that honestly... Nine times out of 10, all they're really interested in is a return on investment. Now they're comparing you and your ROI with someone else's ROI, but the thing that gets them to flip to you is the fact that you're a best-selling author on the very topic, and there's now this human connection that they have to you. So anyway, these are, and I hope your mind is opening up with these unusual and different examples, and I get these every single week from clients. I just heard another one from Amy Dix this morning who gave someone a book on a plane flight and that client became, that person that she met on a random plane flight that she gave a book to became a $15,000 client. You got to get your book in other people's hands. So let me give you three tools. Let me give you three simple steps. These are the things that Dr. Stockson and Mark Green are doing, uh, elements of it, and these are things that you can do. Number one, Uh, Any PR or media that you get attached to you and your book, any awards that you get, any recognition that you get, you need to post that. You need to put that on Facebook. You need to put that on LinkedIn. You need to put that on Twitter, any social media that you have. It's completely free to do. So any type of recognition that you get, you need to post that with some type of link back to your book, back to you this is what Dr. Stockson does. Look up his name, Dr. James Stockson. You'll see, doesn't do paid advertising, but every single opportunity he gets for a speaking engagement, if he gets a letter, he takes a picture of it, he puts it on his social media. When when his book was uh, number one in multiple countries after our launch, he posts all these images of that on a regular basis and continues to do that, right? He keeps his audience... Uh, you know, attached to all the results that he's getting, all the recognition that he's getting, all the awards that he's getting. So it's a very simple thing to do, but you should have some way, whether it's Facebook or Instagram or LinkedIn, and anybody that's in business should have a LinkedIn profile. You should have a Facebook profile. Start posting all your recognition, okay? Number two, I'm assuming everyone has a LinkedIn. If you don't, you need to get one, connect with people on linkedin start organically building your linkedin profile on a regular basis now i've gotten to the point my linkedin is i don't know 7500 or 8000 connections it's been years since i have reached out to anybody on linkedin but every single week i get two or 300 people reaching out to me because other clients of mine are posting about their books they're posting about their launches things like that. And people are organically coming to me. Once your LinkedIn gets big enough, then people are going to start organically coming to you. But if they're not at this point, then you need to do something and you need to reach out to people. So who do you reach out to? Number one, like Dr. Stockson, anybody that can be a referral source for you. In his case, He's a chiropractor who focuses on thoracic outlet syndrome, so he goes to medical professionals who don't have that as their specialty. He builds referral relationships with them, so they just say, hey, he's the guy you need to see because of this problem that you have. Very, very simple. So what do you do? You connect with that referral opportunity. You connect with that speaking you know, potential speaking opportunity, you connect with that person that leads an association or, or that person that runs a trade journal and you offer them, hey, you know, I'm the best-selling author on this particular topic, which you cover often in your magazine. I'd love to send you a free copy of your book. What, what's your address? Free copy of my book. What's your address? That's it. That's it. And yes, is it going to cost you, you know, 3 bucks to print it and a dollar to to send it? Of course it is. But it could open the door to literally hundreds of thousands of dollars in business to you if it's the right referral source, the right trade journal, the right print magazine. Just lead with the giving hand. Don't do like all these spam artists do on LinkedIn where they they don't really offer you anything, they immediately try to get you into some kind of call or some type of appointment. Don't do that. It's horrible. Instead, reach out and say, look, I'm the best-selling author on this topic. Here's why this is important to you, meaning you have a, a conference coming up on it, meaning you do a, you do a trade journal or, or a, a magazine where people are interested in this topic, whatever it is. This is why it's important to you, you know, Mr. or Mrs. Smith, whoever I'm speaking to, and I just want to send you a free copy of the book. Give me an address, and I'll send it to you, and I just want to follow up that you got it. Lead with the giving hand, like." Right? serve them. So connect on LinkedIn, offer your best-selling book. Number three, any, any upcoming appointment that you have with a potential client, a potential speaking engagement, a potential referral source, send them a copy of your book. Get it in their hands. It's going to put the human element, and it's going to to give you the status and authority, head and shoulders above your competition. You are in competition with those in your field. There are others that are, are better known than you, are maybe seen more as an expert than you are. If you're already at the top of your fields, field, congratulations, but very few of us are. I wouldn't consider myself at the top. I like to think I'm close to the top, but right. But I still want to get my book in as many people's hands as possible, and you need to do that. So any upcoming call you have with a good potential client, right, a client that could be worth tens of thousands of dollars to you, get your book in their hands. get Get your book to them. Number two, any opportunity for uh, an investment raise, any opportunity for a speaking engagement, any opportunity for media, get your book in their hands. It's going to put you head and shoulders above your competition. Anyway, that's all I have for you today. I hope this is helpful. Uh, This is how two of my clients are raising millions of dollars with their book in a short period of time, earning hundreds of thousands of dollars with this book in a short period of time, using their, their books to build this incredible platform of their own on the shoulders of other people's platforms. Hey, thanks for listening in on the Publish, Promote, Profit podcast. If you enjoyed it, please take a minute and like and subscribe to the podcast because every week I bring you either great guests or great teaching to help you to grow your income and your impact with a best-selling book. And if you're interested in having your own best-selling book, check out my short video which explains our trademark process at beginmybook.com.